0: Every time I get on this call, I get so freaking excited because it's always good to connect, build, and have discussions with other women across the globe. Good evening, everyone, or good morning and good night, because I don't know where in the world you are. This is Swanda with Real Girlfriends Across America, and this is our call that we have a few nights a week at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And I first want to say thank you to everyone that's listened to our show, whether you're on here now or whether you're going to listen later. And for those that invested time to dial in tonight, I do want to go out to you for a couple of seconds and say welcome. And if you don't mind, tell us your name, the state you're calling from. And the last thing, make it, make it tell us something interesting. So, again, I'm going to go out to those that's on the line, state your name, the state you're calling from, and then tell us something interesting. And come on, ladies, give me something really interesting, because the thing I've learned a long time ago is that when we women get together, it's always going to be incredible. So don't let me down. Give me something interesting. Don't tell me that, oh, I can speak Japanese. Oh, well, no, that is actually kind of interesting. But anyway, we're going to start. Let me see. <laughs> Any, many, many, mode. we got about six people on so I can't have everyone talking over each other. So I'm going to just have to put somebody on the hot seat and I'm going to have to probably put Corinne on the hot seat just because she's the producer of the call. So we're going to start with 267 and we're going to call out to Corinne. Come on.
1: So it's Corinne.
0: I'm calling from Philly and I am feeling happy. Is that something interesting? See she wasn't even listening to me. I didn't ask you about your mood. I want you to tell us something <laughs> interesting about yourself. She you always pass, that so that 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 me, so give me something interesting. Mhm.
1: Um interesting. Uh, I, okay, since we talking about daddy's girls. Um I am a daddy's girl and uh, my parents got divorced when I was like so okay, so it's a situation, I have
2: no idea what they're talking about. See, what? You didn't
0: give a-
2: that's what, a man. Um,
0: she didn't give her an example topic of why she's talking about it and what she hopes that she gets from it, but also the audience gets from it.
3: What? Uh, I think I think he's talking to Katie. He's he's with me.
0: Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Thank you so much. I'm um, Corinne for that. All right. We have <laughs> seven two zero. So the first um, one I'm going to go out okay. to ends okay. in eight nine eight two. Since we have two of you on. All right.
4: Yay. Um, my name is Amanda, and I'm calling from Colorado. Um, something, worry, well, I'm, I'm kind of boring, but I guess something interesting about me is one of my life goals is to start a turtle and tortoise rescue. I, I, I'm listening to it. Instead of
2: listening to it, I'm dissecting
4: it. Okay. Now, if someone
0: has background noises, could you just press star six and mute while they are dissecting our call? We would definitely appreciate it. All right, so let's go to the other 720, 7302.
3: That's your last four. Um, I think that's me.
0: Hi, Tawanda. It's
5: Destiny. Hi, Destiny. And I'm
3: calling from – hey, I'm calling
2: from um,
3: Colorado. And probably an interesting thing Um, is – I'm going to um, try out this new
0: product
1: that might or might not make me see stuff.
0: You said a new product that what? That may or may not? That mi- that might or might not make me see. Oh, wow. That is definitely interesting. Well, please keep yeah. us posted and definitely send good vibes your way, okay?
3: Yeah, of course. <laughs>
0: All right, now the 214 is a us, so I'm going to go to the last four digits. And I usually try to use the first ones because most people have no idea what their number is. So I'm going to start with the last four digits, 4488, your name, your state, and tell us something interesting about yourself.
3: Okay, um, Angel Gray, I'm calling from Texas. And I'd have to say the most interesting thing about me is I have multiple personality disorder.
0: Okay, definitely keep it interesting, Angel. Thank you. Yes. All right. Last four zero
2: eight one eight. Hi, my name is John from Texas, and the most interesting thing uh, about me is I'm setting a precedence case uh, t- uh, t- in custody of my children from a uh, gay marriage.
0: Okay. All right, last two and four in a moment, which is in, in three, three, seven, three. Hi, I'm from Texas,
6: and uh, the most interesting thing about me is that I started seeing women.
0: Can I get your name? Why? Okay. <laughs> okay. Jordan? Why? Well, Jordan? Oh, yeah, what, what, and and when you dial in, you can use any type of name you want it. I just normally ask for names because as we start going through questions, I just want people to be able to kind of hear who's actually talking. Okay, Jordan said that, or Angel said that, or Corinne said that. That's the only reason I ask gotcha. for the name, and if you need discretion, you can always use it. Thank you so much for dialing well, in tonight.
6: This is, well, and that's another thing, a fun
0: fact, is that this is my first time to ever do something like this, so. There you go. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, well well welcome and I'm glad that you invested Thank some you. time to dial into us with with us tonight. All right, and then we have four six nine. Talk to us. Area code four six
2: nine.
0: Are you there? Okay. Alan. Alan, that's you. Okay, well, four six nine, they they dropped, so maybe they'll come back. Well, thank you, um, ladies, for dialing in. And if this is your first time, hopefully, it would not be your last. I am Tawanda with Real Girlfriends Across America, and again, we do this call Sunday through Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we talk about hot topics. And we're always looking for other hot topics, so. You can find us on Instagram at realgirlfriends number 7, Facebook at realgirlfriendsacrossamerica, across America, or our website at realgirlfriends.org. You can give us some comments and feedback and if you have a hot topic that you love to be talked about on our show, send us some topics and suggestions. So, tonight's topic is talking about daddy's girls and daddy's issues, and this was actually a topic that was actually suggested by someone that has been plugging into our show. so we're gonna go ahead and get started um as we get started, I just want to go ahead and say that this call tonight will be dedicated to all the fathers and men who has raised a child. Being a parent is definitely an amazing opportunity, so never take it for granted so I salute all the fathers, all the real men that are taking care of children. So as we get started, let's talk about what actually is a daddy's girl. Okay, so we're going to talk about what Wikipedia says, because I know there's so many different types of terms, and we think it's this and that, so we're just going to kind of keep it to clarify. It is an innocent phrase used to refer to usually a young girl who is closer or relates better to her father rather than her mother this implies a two-way favorable relationship and keep in mind so tonight we're talking about daddy's girl and daddy issues all right so let me go over a few signs that you may be a daddy's girl and then i'm going to ask you guys a couple of questions if that is okay so just buckle in this is going to be an interesting ride and you're going to see why in a few all right ladies i don't have to tell you to get ready because we're women we stay ready So with that being said, here are some signs that you're a total daddy's girl. Number one, you're so independent until you need your dad. Think about that. I know I can relate. Can you? Next thing, you go to him before you may go to your mom.
4: Hey, dad, I need you.
0: Three, you do things you kind of hate just to impress him. Four, you think he's the funniest and smartest person you know. Five, When your friends are telling your boyfriend's stories, you talk about your dad and you share a story about your dad, basically. Six, the bank of dads is your favorite place in the world. You're always getting money from your dad, but he never lets you pay him back. He wants you to get him some coffee or get him some tea or do him some favors, but he won't take your money. Next, and despite being in your 20s, you're secretly relying on on him just a bit financially because he's dad next you love any excuse to hang out with your dad and the last i have on here is most importantly you know when you mess up he's the one you can turn to and he'll be there waiting with a cup of tea or coffee and some inspiring words and maybe his checkbook if need be and these are just a few signs um of being a daddy's girl so my question to you ladies is this. Question number one, do you think that you are daddy's girl? Why or why not? And we're going to go out to the two and fours first. So do you think you're daddy's girl? Why or why not? So just state your name and um and your response to the question. Anyone in two, on, two on the two and four?
3: Two and four, does that mean?
0: Yes, a couple of you guys on here
3: that was angel speaking, okay, come on, um, okay, so this is angel um in in some aspects, I'd have to say yes, but in some aspects, I'd have to say no, like i definitely I definitely go to both parents equally, but my dad, I go to him more with problems than my mom, and I definitely use the bank of dad a lot, and he doesn't like taking <laughs> payback or anything like that, so um i i I have to go both ways,
0: okay. I got you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Okay. Next, 214. Um, yes.
2: I would say that um, yes and no. Um, as a kid, I was always more, had more fun hanging out with my dad when he was around. Um, but as I got older now, I'm probably closer with my mom when it comes to adult problems. Um, but as a kid, yeah, I would do more of the stuff with my dad, like go to the racetrack with him like watch him race and you know, hang out with him more. Okay.
0: All right.
2: One more, two and four.
6: Okay, so this is my first time, so can I just pass?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, if I go out Thank to you and you, you want to pass, you're absolutely welcome to. All right, so we're going to go to 267.
1: Um. Yeah, no, I'm definitely a daddy's girl, um, I think more or less growing up, and this is the, yeah, I think because when I was younger, I didn't have to ask for anything. Uh, I guess if I needed something, even as an adult, um, if I needed something, then he would just make sure that I had it. So, yeah, I think I fall into that category.
0: Okay. Sounds good. And the question that we're asking tonight as we're talking about daddy's girls and daddy's issues is, do you think that you are a daddy's girl? Why or why not? Okay. seven two zero.
4: Seven two um, although, zero, this is Amanda. Um, I definitely am not a daddy's girl. My dad is a horrible person, and I haven't even talked to him in five years or so. In fact, I wish my mom would have had an affair with anybody else but him.
0: Oh wow, all righty, okay, how about you, five one zero? Five one zero.
1: Hello, this is Ken. Can you hear me?
4: Yeah, go ahead.
5: Can you say the answer or ask the question again, please?
0: Yeah, the question is, do you think that you are daddy's girl? Why or why not?
5: Um, No, I – well, my father passed away in 2013, and I think I was probably – like, when my when my dad was alive, I probably got along better with him um, than I did with my mother, but I wouldn't have called myself a daddy's girl, no.
0: Okay. All right. Thank you for that. All right. All right. All right. My next question I wanted to ask in reference to being a daddy's girl, um, what is your most memorable moment with your dad or the man whom has been the father figure in your life? And I'm just going to open it up to whoever wants to go and share. Um, just state your name and, um, and your response to that, please. Your most memorable moment. Ooh, I guess I gotta call. Can someone. it be a ne- well? Can it be a negative one? Uh, it can be anything that you remember. Yeah, absolutely. Okay.
2: Um, I found the pictures. Um, of my dad um with two other women in my mom's uh in their bed my parents' bed the the um photocopies like um the you know the little things that you'd shake when you were and um but after that he then uh took me out to go and do a day of whatever I wanted. And it was really amazing but it was I guess blackmail.
0: Hush hush the hush hush Okay, so you never forgot that. Okay. Anyone else wants to share? Um,
3: so this is this is Angel. Um, so I have have a few dads because I was adopted, but the person that I call dad who has been a father figure to me, we went and stayed at a uh, haunted hotel, and I remember that because I got haunted and he did not, and I scared the crap out of him after I got haunted and went to <laughs> go wake him up. He thought that he was getting haunted when it was just
0: me. A haunted hotel. You know what? You you seem to find these hotels. They have all types of interesting things going on, like this weekend. So that is interesting. All right. Who else wants to share?
4: I mean, sure, I can. A lot
0: of Ooh, Okay, that person, and then the next person. Come on. Um.
4: So this is Amanda. Probably my most memorable moment with my dad is. Um, when I had to physically hold him back as a kid from killing our dog.
0: Oh wow, interesting. Anyone else want to share?
1: Yes, uh, this is C. Um, I have a, a lot of memories. Um, the one that just popped in my mind was um, when I was younger, and I don't do bugs and and well, I mean I can I'm okay with bugs, but I don't deal do with bugs in my house and rodents and it was a mouse and I seen a mouse in the house one day and I refused to sleep in my room by myself so my dad slept on the floor (laughs) um so I had to sleep in my room
0: wow and you know when I think about memorable moments I remember I used to always give my dad problems like when he said go left I would go right just because I was that type of kid and um I think I had took the car one day and was going all types of places, and I was always having issues with his car. And um, he came home and said, girl, your driving days are over. Give me my keys. He took my driver's license and everything. And my my younger sister said, yeah, right. (laughs) You always tell her that, and she always gets back over on you. And I'm like, well, whose side are you on? But um, my dad passed away in 2018, so I can definitely relate to it. Kay was saying, but you know, people always have told me that some things you take for granted you'll miss later. And now I think about all these things the good things and the bad things and I tell you, it definitely has been an experience. Is there anyone else that wants to share a memorable moment that you may have had with your dad or the man who was a father figure in your life?
6: Sure. This is Jordan. Um, Okay. So my grandparents had multiple houses um, one in Canada, one in Texas, one in California. And um, we would always go up to Canada every summer, and we would get on the boat and go from Canada to Alaska. We'd just stay about, for about a month, go up and down, and mm-hmm. um, we'd always fly. And uh, my dad um, bought a new Suburban, and we went and drove all the way from Texas to Canada. And we stopped at every national park, every flower, every trail, every cave, and we zigzagged, and it took us like two and a half, maybe three weeks to get up to Canada. I'm sorry. No, it took us two weeks to get there. So we spent a week in Canada, and then we drove back. But it was the most amazing time,
0: like a whole month with my dad, you know? hmm Wow. And I've never even been to Canada. I bet that was really nice. It's, it's beautiful. And then going to Alaska on the boat It's amazing. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that, Jordan. That is really, yep. really interesting. Well, we're going to talk about in a second um, about daddy issues, but if if you are Daddy's Girl, if you know anyone that is, and if you're binging and you want to see a good movie in reference to Daddy's Girls um, or in reference to just how good dads are, there is, of course, the movie with Idris Elba with Daddy's Little Girls. That was a pretty good movie. And then just a movie about dads in general. <laughs> Does anybody remember Daddy's Daycare? Is it Daddy's Daycare? Is that the movie? Is yeah, that the one so. with, who, is that, was that Martin in that movie? Oh, I thought that was the one with
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: Uh Oh, is that the one? Okay. it's It's been so long, but I was just thinking about some different dad movies. So tonight we're talking about daddy's girls and daddy's issues. After our break, we're going to talk about daddy's issues, who has them, and how to be able to move past them.
1: Hello, this is Corinne, and I'm here with today's training news break. A tell-all book by Trump's niece, Mary Trump, was allowed to move forward after a recent court ruling. The president has claimed that the critical memoir cannot be published because of a very powerful NDA. Now, back to you.
0: All right. All right. So thank you so much for that. So we're going to switch over and talk about daddy's issues. And daddy's issues could be the result of a messed up relationship with one's father or having an absent father. Results in younger women chasing older men or even seeking mistreatment in some cases. People consider that as, hey, she may be having daddy issues. So what I want to go is list a few things. um, And just think about it. You don't even have to say hey that's me or I agree or I don't agree because it's something probably very personal but as I was reading these things I was like oh my goodness (laughs) Um, all right so how can you determine if you have quote-unquote daddy issues one and I'm just going to read a couple of these your self esteem is low you don't love yourself and Mm -hmm. you don't even seem to implement boundaries because you always feel guilty for doing so two you have a really hard time trusting any guy that you're with. You have to screen them. Three, you need validation from men. If you're dating someone, you have this thing when you need to make it known to your boyfriend that you're in demand. Four, breakups aren't just devastating for you. They're, ca- they're catastrophic. They cause a ton of collateral damage and you find yourself needing to seek validation from your ex just like you need oxygen. Five, you like eliciting jealousy and any other reaction to display the effect that you have on men. Six, in your relationship, you're jealous and overprotective. Seven, you need unreasonable levels of reassurance that everything is gonna be all right. Eight, it's hard for you to remain single. Nine, you're a serial monogamous and always act like you know it all. Ten, you prefer to date older men, and no, that doesn't mean you're hitting up the local retirement home, but you do like men who are older. Eleven, you're more comfortable in seeking validation from an emotionally unavailable man than you are with a good guy who validates you. Thirteen, in one way or another, you're emotionally orphaned as a kid by dad or by a significant male figure in your childhood. Just a couple more. Thirteen, your dad was around but never really present. You never felt good enough or truly connected to him. And last that I want to share, you have abandonment issues due to emotional or physical abandonment from dad. You consistently involve yourself with emotional, unavailable, narcissistic men. And these are just some things through research that says, hey, if you have any of these, you may have signs of daddy issues. Now, I like to get just comments and feedback on if you may know of someone that kind of reminds you, like, hey, I think she may have had this, or if you don't mind sharing, maybe you've experienced some of this. Because tonight we're talking about daddy issues. Anyone would like to share, just state your name and whatever you'd like to share, please.
4: Okay, I'll go. Um, That's just Amanda. Um, Okay. I feel like I still have some struggles with like my dad and like all the trauma that he put me through, but I feel like I've also grown a lot from it. So, um, I've been married twice and my first marriage was just, he was just like my dad. Um, and now my marriage now is he's more like my stepdad and my stepdad is this like wonderful human being. He's like, Super loving, super caring, so um, super gentle. Um, I've also, like, offered to testify at the Capitol on animal abuse because I know somebody who carries a lot of the animal abuse bills in Colorado, but I've also warned them that I haven't worked on that trauma yet. So I don't Mm -hmm. know how it'll come out at the Capitol, but, you know, it'll be fun to please
0: yay absolutely absolutely
4: thank you for sharing that and sometimes you know
0: having an issue like that especially with a father it can carry on for a lifetime and sometimes the very thing that we quote unquote may hate in our father we may choose in a man and not even really realize it until later and I've definitely been guilty of that as well so um is there anyone else I'd like to share
3: I'd have to. This is Angel. Um, I'd have to say, yeah, I've I've definitely got daddy issues. The majority of that stuff that you said in that list are, are true of me. Um, mainly going after after older guys. I think I just kind of, I I don't know if it's it's because of daddy issues or because I'm trying to find someone that I think may be more mature.
0: Um, but I, I definitely do that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing. Because yeah, as I went down that list, I'm like, oh my goodness, what? So um. And, again, sometimes you just don't know it until it actually hits you. Okay, anyone else want to share? Anyone? This is
2: Dawn. Um, I think that I have some issues still from it. I think that um, I seek out, in a, not necessarily in men, but in women, the same characteristics that um, my dad had with the narcissism and um, – things like that, and so, mm-hmm. but I've, with therapy, I was able to, to break that pattern, um, so that's a, a good start, but um, I, I think it, it wastes a lot of your time, because you go to what's comfortable, what you mm-hmm. do, whether it's safe or good or not, bad bad or good, that's what you you felt safe, because that's what you grew up with, and it mm-hmm. tends to be something you seek unconsciously.
0: hmm absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Is there anyone else that wants to share? Okay. This this topic is extremely important because one thing, when you talk about parenting, the traits of the parents become the tendencies of the children. And some people don't even realize that. You have situations and people that may not have even been raised by their parents. And then when they later find out who their parent is, they say, Oh, I'm just like my mom. I'm just like my dad. And they try to figure out how in the world is that possible. So tonight's topic, when you think about daddies or being a daddy's girl or even having daddy issues, whether you are married or whether you're dating, think about the person that you're dating right now or think about the last person that you were dating and how many of those characteristics did you see that were like your dad, whether they were good and whether they were not so good. So as we close out tonight, I want to go around and ask you guys that question. In all the relationships that you had, do you feel like you ever dated your dad, Um, whether it was good or whether it was bad, or did you purposely choose someone that was nothing like your dad at all? So we're going to go start with, Last four in four four eight eight. Were you dating your dad or someone like him, or were you dating someone completely opposite of your dad? Uh,
3: my name is Angel, and I would have to, I would have to say I have definitely dated my father. Growing up, he did like a lot of yelling. Um, I can't really <laughs> say that he was a narcissist because I don't remember that much, and I don't really speak to him anymore. Um, this is the father who ad- adopted me. I, I was adopted, um, so I've got a father figure, and um, I haven't really dated people that are like him. Um, and I've got my biological dad, and I don't really know him. But as far as my adopted dad goes, I would I would have to say that I've tend- tended to date guys that were older and had narcissistic qualities, such as, like, screaming and yelling, and nothing was ever their fault.
0: Okay. Thank you, Angel. All right. How about you, 267?
1: Um, I think with me, it's not more or less like dating someone like my father, the opposite. I think with me, I um, realized that I played the, the position or the role that he played in my family. So, um, like, I find situations where, like, in my last two marriages, like, I basically was, like, I guess, emulated what I've seen him doing, and which is, I mean, not a bad thing, but when you're in a relationship, um, and I'm I'm playing a male role, I guess you can say it is kind of weird
0: at times. You know what? That's so weird that you said that because I was gonna say that. I think that i I definitely do the same thing that you did. My dad is my dad was a very dominant and aggressive type person. My mother, an extremely submissive person, and I think I've always just hated the submission part because he's the talk shit and, and be very loud. And, you know, it was whatever he said and that's all that went. And I always said, Oh, you'll never do me like that. And I'm not going to go for that. And so in relationships I've got people that, that like him, but I've been like him too. <laughs> and that's the struggle because everybody can't be the boss. So yeah, definitely. Right. um And it's, it's amazing because I never really even realized that. And so I started researching this information, like, mm definitely, I think I was a daddy's girl, and I definitely probably have some issues because of this is psychological, what you actually learn, because especially growing up in a home with your dad, you know, this is who you see every day. And I've known, I know of a lot of guys say they take their daughters on dates and they show them because they want their daughters to understand this is how a man actually treats you. We learn a lot from the people that are in our lives, whether it's our mom, my dad, our grandparents, our older siblings. You know, we learn a lot. This this is what structures our life, our molecular buildup, and this is why we are some of the
4: ways we are.
0: So it's, it's definitely not to be taken lightly. All right, how about you, 8982? Um, Amanda, go ahead. Well, as
4: so I already said, that I, <laughs> my first husband um, was just like my biological dad, and my second husband is more like my stepdad who is opposite of my biological dad. Mhm. So I apparently married both of my fathers. <laughs> Did you even realize you were doing that? <laughs> um, you know, I didn't I didn't realize that my first husband was like my biological dad and so mm-hmm. i was watching my husband and my stepdad um interact and i was like, "dang, they're so similar." And then i was like, "oh crap, i've married my dad." <laughs> okay. All right, how are you doing?
0: I um
2: well, actually, i guess i became more like my mom and was the the submissive one and my wife was exactly like my dad and then but now hell I'm 40 something years old and I just said I don't I'm not going to be that way anymore and and now I think I'm stronger and the, the people I tend to date now are healthier and um, aren't as domineering and can compromise and actually ha- or have the ability to show emotion and can conversate okay
0: how about you, Jordan?
6: You didn't hear me whenever it was on mute. I said, oh, shit, you're going to call me out.
0: Oh, so, were you saying pass again, Jordan? <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. So, okay, come on.
6: Here's the thing is that, like, my dad was truly amazing. So there's nothing I can ever say negative about him. He's been nothing but loving and caring. But I will tell you that the first boyfriend I ever had
2: um,
6: was – you know, on the abusive side. And um, I'm like, yep, nope, fuck you. And then it's like every time I get to a new relationship, it gets, you know, I know what I want in life. And, you know, I mean, I have kids and I have now an ex-husband, but he's truly amazing. And, you know, like, I know what a man should be and what it entails. And so that has taught me to you know, whenever you look at somebody and that's not what you're getting, then you you're like, nope, I'm gonna pass the cookie.
0: Okay. How about you, Kay? Um, I I um,
5: it, it's kind of like when I thought about this before. The only thing that was really similar that I could see between my father and my my husband was that they were both Pisces. Um yeah, um I don't think that I married my father. Um I I do think that growing up with my father helped me to know the type of um I guess I I could say husband that I wanted to have. I wanted a husband who was going to be in the house who would help me raise our children because that's how my father was for me. Um but as far as personality and character, I wouldn't say that they were anything alike.
0: Okay. All right, well, definitely thank you for that. And we're going to close out tonight by allowing everyone to just share one thing. One thing about the reason we do these calls is because we know that people go through things. I've been in the field of working with people for almost 20 years, and you'll be really amazed how many women that I've talked to that have been through oppression, depression, and some of the main reasons is because, guess what, people are going through it alone. And I know that it's not always easy to open up to people because no one trusts anyone. And then we live in a day and time where it's just really hard to trust people anyway. So these are just more opportunities where we can share information with complete strangers and can be able to help in little ways and people can still be discreet. That's why, like I was saying to you, Jordan, anyone that dials in, if you don't want to say who you are, that is fine, because we know that privacy in America does not even really exist anymore, as we talked about on a recent call before. But what we do know is some people are daddy's girl or mama's girl, and there's nothing at all wrong with that, because it's great to have good nurturing relationships with our parents, our guardians, and those who help us to become our greatest selves. And at the same time, we also know that, Some of us have grown up with issues with our dads, with our moms. I recently met a lady through someone else that wrote a book called Motherless Child or something like that. And she wrote a book basically how she was traumatized and abused by her mom. And, you know, she's an adult now and it still affects her. She just really had a hard life. And you just never know where people are in life, or what people are going through. So if you don't mind, if you can share one tip or one encouragement to any woman that listens to this call that may have daddy issues and may be going through something right now that may be in an abusive relationship or a bad situation, and all her life she's been struggling and she's been dating her dad, and it has mm-hmm. been a good situation. What tip would you give her tonight um, as we close out tonight? Uh, we're going to start with 4 4 am. and if you don't have a tip, that's fine. Um but yeah if you do this anything that's on your heart that you want to share now is the opportunity. All right, we we'll go to 4488.
3: All right, so this is Angel. Um and I just want to tell you like as an adult if you haven't talked to your dad recently, maybe give him a call and tell him how you feel and talk about growing up and see if he's changed a little bit. Maybe if you feel like your dad has changed, then you won't follow those bad aspects anymore.
0: Okay. Thank you Angel. How about you, Dawn?
2: I recommend anyone that's having issues with breaking um, the cycle of either the good or the bad with the past with your dad um, to get into therapy any way you can. Um, I'm telling you, it was the best thing that happened. It changed my life completely. Um, It went from 30 years of seeking the same kind of partner to now a freedom of being myself and a freedom of not having those invisible chains attached to us that we don't even know exist because of our family dynamics or our um, the way we were brought up. And I really just seek the help you need. It's worth it. You can have a new life. You can have a new beginning, and you can have everything you want.
0: Mm, that was powerful. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, Corinne?
1: Um, I would say to just work on yourself. Um, Some relationships you can't um, necessarily, it's actually more healthier in some relationships to have distance. Um, So some relationships you can't um, necessarily change or fix, um, but you just have to find closure within yourself and whatever relationship it is. So just find a healthy way to move on from whatever past trauma you may have.
0: I did all that. Thank you, Omsee. Amanda.
4: Um I would say that if if anybody in your life is toxic, it's okay to cut them out and it's okay to choose your own family. Um you have to do what's right for you and not just because somebody's related or just you don't have to date somebody like your dad, like choose something different. If it'll make you happy and your life better.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. Jordan.
6: So one of the things that I was always taught is to be very independent. And uh, you know, I don't rely on anyone except for myself. And especially in the sense of monetary, um, I'm a software developer. Um, I make really good money. And, you know, whenever it's time for me to separate from my husband, that was not one of my concerns of, about money because I make my own money and hell, I might make more than he does. You know, so <laughs> I, think, I think independence is huge. Um, I think that, um, you know, like, because I think a lot of like my sister-in-law and my brother are going through a divorce right now and she doesn't make the money. I mean, she's terrified. I mean, she just texted me 10 minutes ago saying that she's absolutely terrified. She doesn't know what she's going to do, how she's going to afford anything. And, you know, I mean, she is uh, from Laredo. She's Hispanic. You know, she didn't have the college education or boarding school education like I did and was and I had backing, you know, but I was able to make something out of myself to where, you know, I I don't I don't have to rely on anybody, right? So I think that right there in itself is the most important thing is that if you can rely on you and don't have to rely on anybody, you don't you you don't have to take anybody else's shit. Right? You're like Absolutely. screw it.
0: Absolutely. Here's Thank mark. you, Jordan. Oh, Thank sorry. you, Jordan. I wanted to pass early on me. I appreciate that. All right. You're okay. okay uh, are you there? I think,
5: yes. I think if somebody finds themselves in a relationship with someone who um, is like their father, more often than not, it was not intentional. Most most people don't go looking for someone exactly like their dad. I don't think that that's the forefront of their thoughts, although maybe if they had a really awesome dad, that is something that they want. Um, but most people don't say, I'm going to go look for my dad and marry him. You know, they don't verbally say that. So if you are marrying someone who is like your father and that's something that you don't want, then, you know, and you didn't consciously consciously make that choice, then it's it's stuck somewhere. Um, behind your thoughts In your subconscious Right So so the only way To get that out And to deal with it And handle it So that it doesn't Happen again Because it will happen Over and over And over again um, Is to get counseling So that you can Become aware Of the choices That you're making That you're not Even aware of
0: Thank you Kay And I definitely Agree with everything That everyone has said If we Or anyone That we know Have daddy issues you have to rise up and own it, rise up and own it, become aware and know that the only person that can deal with it is the person you're looking at in the mirror is ourselves. So thank you ladies for participating tonight. Thank you for the transparency and just sharing the journey together. I definitely really, really appreciate it. I'm going to turn the call over to C for any closing, for any closing comments and announcements.
1: I just want to thank everyone for calling in and participating, everyone for listening, um, and also just to remind everyone, um, like, to want to say at the beginning of the call, um, just to um, make sure to follow us on Instagram. Um, and if you have any suggestions, um, definitely send us a DM, um, and that's real girlfriends in the number seven. Um, sorry, real girlfriends in the number
0: seven. Thank you for that. Ladies, we definitely appreciate it. We'll update the calendar and on the website of our future topics, and we definitely love to hear from you guys in reference to things you want to hear. And it's 4th of July weekend, so we ask that you be safe, continue to practice social distancing, and remember, we're girls. We run the world. Have a good night, everyone, and be safe. Good night.
1: <laughs>